Hey everybody, it's Adam, live and in person for you. Hey everybody, it's Adam, wonder who he'll interview, call me Adam.com. Hey everybody, I am so excited to be back in the closet where I conduct all of my video and podcast interviews. Today, I am so excited to catch up with indie pop singer-songwriter Payson Lewis, whose new single, Blurrier, has recently dropped. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Adam Rothenberg, and for the past 14 years, I have been going behind the curtain with celebrities from Broadway, film, and television. With over 1,500 interviews under my belt, I get my guests to reveal the secrets of their lives and careers. So without further ado, please welcome Payson Lewis. Hi, Pete. Hey, hey, it's great to be back. It's so great to have you back. So the last time we spoke, now we've done, I counted about half a dozen interviews together. Yeah, o- over the years. It's, yes. It's been, uh, you know, standard. Yes, and I'm always excited to talk to you. Now, Likewise. it's been two years since we've spoken, so can you kind of catch us up on what's been happening yeah, I mean, uh, I've been working on a lot of uh, new music. I have a, a new full-length album that's uh, coming out, and like you mentioned, Blurrier uh, is the first single off that album. Um, so I've been a little bit of a, a recluse, you know, in the studio, working hard, uh, all this stuff that you don't get to see um, with with this stuff. You just see the final product. Um, so I've kind of been in the lab, um, and uh, otherwise just kind of, you know, honing honing the the whole thing the, the live show the music videos the album etc you know just just been keeping busy i love it well i am so excited for blurrier which has already dropped it's such a great song i love it. it's a slightly different sound for you than than what you've d- released in the past and i am loving the new sound thank you you're welcome so what made you write this song um, well, this new album that's coming out um, is sort of a um, an introspective look um, at my own uh, journey and, and time that I've spent here uh, in L.A. and in my pursuit of of my music career and, and all the the temptations of Los Angeles and this wild industry um, and, um, you know, kind of taking a look back at the big picture. Uh, and Blurrier is definitely sort of, it's the first song on the album and it sort of sets up the idea of uh, not everything that glitters is gold, right? So you, I, you come looking for this thing, hoping um, to find success, et cetera, and, and kind of wondering at what cost, um, what do you give up to get it? Um, you know, and I think that that's a, a really relatable thing. Anyone who has aspirations, um, you kind of have to wonder like, what am I willing to sacrifice and give up to get it? Um, and then at some point you have to wonder whether it's all worth it. And that's that's what Blurry is about. It's kind of like the closer you get to that thing that you've been um, aspiring to, the more you're like, is this really what I want? I don't know. It's not, not what I thought it was going to be. And so with that, what do you feel you have given up to to live this life, you know, as a musician and an actor, I mean, you do it yeah. all. I think, I think it's just about sort of, for me, it's a lot of, um, more like 
moral things, you know, like, uh, am I happy with the person I've become? Like, have I become too, too obsessed with, with this success? Am I, um, you know, losing touch with the person who I am? Am I losing touch with the people who made me, the, the people I love and support me? Um, yeah, I, I think it's, I've, you know, I, I hope I haven't given up too much. That's kind of what the full circle of this album is, is kind of like, okay, let's get back to the basics. Um, and, um, but I think there have been times in my life, um, where I was a little bit more single focused on this and, um, you know, may, may have been a little too selfish or, you know, thought about like, how can I get ahead? Like, does it, does it matter that I'm going to like miss this, friend's birthday or whatever you know like because i oh i might be able to get ahead if i go to this thing but i think it's um you know those are the things we have to deal with in life and and look back and hope that we haven't skipped too many to lose touch and lose touch with who we are let's take a quick break and we'll be right back after this word from our sponsors i want to tell you a personal behind the curtain story that i may not have fully shared here For the past two years, I have been part of an amazing community built for and by entrepreneurs called My Sexy Business. We have a wonderful weekly live streaming show called GME. Good morning, entrepreneurs. As an associate producer and roving reporter, I can easily say this show is for you, the entrepreneur who is in search of community and getting your questions answered. Our co-hosts and roving reporters share life experiences that will hopefully make you feel less alone on your entrepreneurial journey. We'd love for you to join us every Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at MySexyBusiness.com. And now we're back. And I love your, your vulnerability in that, in, like you said, in the past where you thought, do I miss a friend's birthday party? And maybe back then you might have made that choice to miss the party to do something, but maybe now you have the retrospective of or introspective of I'm not, I'm going to go support my friend because he's been there for me and whatever the industry thing is, it'll be there tomorrow. Yeah. That's, that's exactly where I am now. Um, Blurrier as a song lives in a place a little bit before that on the timeline. Uh, One where, you know, you, you would make that sacrifice. Um, and I, and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that, right? I, I think ambition and passion are admirable qualities. Um, I think it's just important that we have that check and balance and, and take a personal inventory every once in a while and be like, okay, let's see. Yeah, yeah, maybe I did skip that birthday, but like, how can I make up for it? Like, I, you just can't leave these things unchecked, I'll say. Yes, yes. I like that analogy. <laughs> Prior to the single dropping, um, you did take some time off of social media. So how, what made you want to take that social media break? That's my first question. Yeah. Okay. So I I did kind of take this break from social media, but it was completely unplanned. Uh, I just kind of stopped posting. Like, and then all of a sudden I realized it had been a while. And then I thought, I started thinking, you know what, like, it's been kind of nice uh, not posting and not worrying about it and not, 
going to a friend's concert and wonder and hoping like, oh, I got to get a good clip of a good section that I can put on my story to say. And um, I just found that I was much happier, um, not really putting the pressure of all that stuff on myself. And um, yeah, so that that's still true. I, I'm back on social media uh, in a much more healthy way now. I have uh, I have someone helping me uh, sort of curate um, and sort of pushing me in the right direction. I feel like when I it was all on me, I felt this pressure to like, what what can I be creating? What what can I show people? Like, oh, I, I'm not I'm not getting enough video. I'm not getting enough photos. So I've actually. Um, I've had someone come on uh, my team to help me and kind of just be like, here's what you need to do. Here's what you need to do. And I feel like if I have someone who's kind of poking me in the right direction, it some of the existential uh, pressure is lifted from myself. So I'm back on. I'm back on. We're seeing how it goes. Uh, right now, everything is good. So the time that you normally would have spent creating content or scrolling through social media, how did you fill that time? Well... I'll I'll start by saying I didn't stop scrolling. I was still I was still on there swiping, seeing seeing what was going on. I, I admit I was still uh, you know, part of the system in that way. Um but honestly, like I just felt like I was way more present uh in my own life. I think that there's a balance of things that are important to do for yourself and things that uh you you know you do for social media. I just encourage anyone to you know, take care of, take care of themselves first. That is going to be the moral of the interview for the day is take care of yourself first. You got to look out for number one, you know? Yes, yes, exactly. Now in Blurrier, um, one of my favorite sort of lines or several lines in the song are things get blurrier up this close. Don't know what you think you know as things get blurrier. So I have two parts to this question. Mm -hmm. One is, what is something that has gotten blurrier for you as you have gotten closer to achieving it? A few years ago, um, before I started uh, releasing uh, all my own music, I was doing a lot of um, theater and television stuff. And I was kind of, I, I'd always loved acting and performing. And I just found that as I was kind of moving up in the world, that even though I still enjoyed creating the art, acting on set, doing a, a, a theater show, um, that the industry around it and the lifestyle of being in that world was not exactly what I, what, what filled me, right? What fulfilled me. So I think it's like that, you know, the closer I got to this goal, um, this dream, I realized, you know, this isn't, it's not it's not like the picture I see on the wall. Um, it's kind of like if you um, you know those um, pictures where they create someone's face with like lots of little pictures. Yes, mm -hmm. you know, uh, of whatever from their life. And you when you get close, you can't see the big picture. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's kind of like a metaphor. So, you know, you have this goal of I want to be on TV. I want to be an actor. I want to do these things and then when you get closer you realize like it's not exactly the way it looked from really far away so whether that's you know dealing with 
uh, auditions and studios and, and casting directors and your agents, or whether it's just, you know, the lifestyle of, you know, being on set for 14 hours a day. It's like, you know, I really wanted to be on TV, but I don't love having to be on set for 14 hours a day. Why is this really what I want? So I, I think Blurrier is, is partially about, you know, what you give up to get your goal and also a reminder to check in that it's okay if your goals change, right? Mm -hmm. So just because you set your mind to something, if you're getting, if you're going down the wrong road, you should turn back, you know, don't just keep going because you decided to walk down that road. So I think that that's kind of what that first line of the course is about. It's like when you get closer, it's not, not exactly what you thought it was going to be. So maybe, maybe make sure you're, you're heading in the right direction. That is great advice. So on the flip side, and and we're not going to, and I'm going to put the caveat that you can't use acting as the as the answer to this question. Yeah, yeah. So on the flip side, what is something that used to be blurry for you, but now is crystal clear? Oh, that's that's a really good question. You always get me with a good one. Oh, thank you. You know, as we get older, you discover the things that really matter to you, right? So I think the flip side of, I'm not going to say that acting is the thing that got blurry, but on the flip side, everything else has come into much clearer focus, right? Like you, you realize these things that are important to you, like having quiet time, having time with your loved ones and family and friends and prioritizing that. Um, and honestly making, making music. Um, and so I'll, I'll go off on a tangent on that. So I kind of transitioned from doing acting and theater to focusing on my own music. And even within that, there have been aspects that I started going after it and I thought, I don't know that that's not exactly what I wanted it to be. So I've kind of approached my music career with a little bit more of that balance of understanding, you know, if, if that side of it doesn't bring you joy, like don't push yourself in that direction. Um, so you know, I've always made music the way that I want to, not necessarily the way that TikTok wants me to make music. And I'm not going to make, you know, minute and 40 second songs that are trending and go viral. Um, so I've, I've kind of avoided the blurry things and have tried to keep in, in crystal clear focus with myself. And I'm glad you have that clarity now. Thank you. Well, you know, I, I have that clarity now. Let's interview me again in two years and we'll talk about how, you know, ridiculous and, and misguided I was in this interview. It's just this. I don't think you will say that you were misguided. It's just you. Clarity comes in different stages and different waves. And uh, it takes for, for whatever reason, it takes everybody a different amount of time to get clear. Let me talk again. You might be in a different place. And it's just because something happened that you were able, that made you go, oh, I get it. Yep, yeah, I mean, we're all on our own timelines. Mm -hmm. You know, that was that was something I learned. Uh, I, I Thankfully, I learned pretty early. Um, you know, I had this idea of what my life was gonna be, and at this age, I was gonna do this, and at this age, I was gonna do this. And then, luckily, I was ambitious, and all those things were gonna happen when I was pretty young. So, all of a sudden, I was past all those timelines. I hadn't done any of the things on the list. And I thought it was actually really freeing because I was like, oh, cool. Now I get to just, I can do my own thing. There's no 
expectations or anything. Like I am on the journey and I will figure out the things when I figure them out. I will, you know, accomplish this when I accomplish this and we'll just go from there. So now I have to ask you, um, where is your favorite place to write music or lyrics? I think just my room. Uh, I have kind of curated a pretty creative space in my room. I have I have some plants, I have some green, I have a really big window, so I have a great view. Um, but I, I always enjoy writing best, honestly, with other people. Uh, I, I think writing, um, when I write by myself, I'm, I'm really, um, self-critical and I judge every single word. And there's like, is that good enough? Is that cool enough? Like, are people going to like that? And I find when I write with someone else, like all that self-doubt just kind of goes out the window. It's much more fun to kind of here's an idea. What about this? Or like, Oh, your idea. That's cool. But how, what if we switch it and flip it? And, um, so I honestly, I don't write, uh, that much by myself anymore just because I don't like it as much. And this is another example, right? Like I had, I think earlier in my career, I would have said like, Oh no, I want to write because I want to have the, you know, the gold of saying like, I wrote that every word, everything is me. Uh, but at the end of the day, even if I was proud that I had written it on my own, I didn't enjoy writing it. So I, it's just much more fun to do the things that make you happy and do them in a way that makes you happy. Um, so I would say in my room with a friend is my favorite place to write music. And what time of day do you feel like you're most productive? So I am I'm killer productive between like... 9 a.m. and noon and then I am worthless for like four hours uh and then I'm I start waking up again around 4 p.m. and can go until like I'll do like another prime one will be like six to midnight so I have like these two little pockets in the morning and at night and in the middle of the day stay away it's rough <laughs> I, 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 need, I need the like Spanish thing I need a siesta you know I need I need just like I need that European lifestyle. Yes. Yes. Well, it's good that you know when you're at your best. So if someone says to you, hey, let's write at one o'clock, you're probably not going to do that because you know you're not going to be at your strongest. Yeah. And you would be amazed at how many people think one o'clock is the perfect time to write. It happens all the time. I'm like, hey, when do you want to write? Every time. Well, how about one o'clock? Is two o'clock good for you? I'm like, oh, my God. Uh <laughs> Well, you you have that boom gate that you can put down and be like, yeah, no, it's not. not. Yeah, yeah, it's not happening. Well, I just want to um, wrap up the interview with a few questions playing off some of your song titles. Okay, I love it. All right. So if you could go back in time, what would you tell your younger self? Practice more. <laughs> I would say, you know, foster your community. Um, I think having a nice, active community um, and supportive is is way more important than um, we're told when we're younger. I think so much of what we're taught is about focusing on your own, you know, self-contained ecosystem, mm-hmm. but nothing gets done by yourself. So I think uh, I would I would tell myself to try and curate uh, a community of people that 
um, I can socialize and work with and all these. Well, I will 100% agree with you. It helps to have a community. If I wasn't in this entrepreneurial community, I don't know who I would be asking my questions to. What is the wildest thing to happen in your hotel suite? <laughs> uh, you know, what, what happens in the hotel suite stays in the hotel suite. <laughs> that's, that's all we can say. That's the, that's the beauty of the hotel. That actually is exactly what the song is about. Whether or not anything crazy or salacious happens in a hotel room, there's something I love when I, whenever I check into a hotel that like you can be whoever you want to be in that room. Like it is kind of nondescript. No one knows you there. You kind of walk in and, you know, try and remove the weight of the world and your outside pressures and just relax because in in here you are who you want to be. So um, even if that means uh, you curl up and read a comic book uh, because like that's a safe place to do it, like it doesn't matter. You don't need to be wild and crazy. You don't need to be having ragers or um, just just be the you that you want to be and maybe don't always get the chance to be. Oh, I love that. How do you want people to remember you? <laughs> I hope people remember me as a nice guy. Uh, I <laughs> I kind of pride myself on trying to be nice and take care of people. I'm, I'm very empathetic. Um, and I try and look out for my friends and support my, uh, my family and the people that are important to me. Uh, and uh, I hope that I'm remembered as someone who is earnest and um, and just genuine, I think. A genuine and nice guy. And, you know, I hope people remember my music and connect with it and just hope I'm remembered as someone who made a positive impact in people's lives and, and in the world uh, as a whole. Well, I can say after talking to you half a dozen times, you are definitely on the way to that. Thank you very much. I appreciate it, Adam. No problem. And lastly, uh, I always end with some sort of bearing it all questions. So in this case, what is something that is in your heart that you have yet to share in an interview? Well, I just think that um, something that I've been dealing with in general is just sort of, um, we, we talked about it a little bit, but just sort of being honest and open with with myself and and kind of uh letting people in a little bit more um so uh i can like i said i can be a little introverted and and maybe not the most open uh, and vulnerable um but i'm working on it so i think um i would say something that's in my heart is that i'm just you know i'm a work in progress just like everybody else and um i am figuring it all out and, and um you know, I always feel this pressure to be all put together and, and perfect and, you know, make it make it seem that whatever you're getting from me is, is effortless, but it's not. And, um, you know, I have my struggles just like everybody else. And so I guess, um, yeah, I, I guess I don't talk about that too much. So there you go. Uh, it's not all it's not all sunshines and rainbows over here. We have we have dark days. We have difficult times and um but we're here and every day we wake up and are on this side of the grass is a day to be thankful for. And, and I am definitely in that camp. That is wonderful. Well, I can't thank you enough for your time today. 
Of everybody course, thank you, Adam. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. And everybody listening, stream, download Payson's new song, Blurrier. And when can we expect the new album? The new album will be out uh, next year. Um, but um, the next single off the album will be out uh, September 22nd. So uh, it's going to kind of be a steady stream of singles uh, until um, spring of next year. So you'll you'll get some new music every six weeks, give or take. Oh, that is so exciting. That is so exciting. Well, we can't wait for the next single. And as I said, stream, download, blurrier. And we're definitely looking forward to the full album next year. And I can't wait until we talk again. Me too. Thanks so much, Adam, and thanks everybody for listening. I appreciate you. He'll get the dirt and the scoop and the story for he happens to be in the know. Just ask anybody who's had him, had him, lives for the business of show. Call me Adam.com.